This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Thank you, Jesus. I am one man of God. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy the Finisher. I'm the greeter this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Happy Triumph Tuesday. The same to you. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too, Susie. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Happy Triumph Tuesday, Sister Lisa. Thank you. Have a great day. You as well. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Diane. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Triumph Tuesday to you. Thank you. Have have a great day. You too. I'm going to meet. Okay. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tremenda Finisher. I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Serena. Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Yes, happy Triumph for Tuesday to you. Thank you. Nice to hear your sound. You as well, love. <laughs> Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy the Finish, and I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Do we have... Any first-time callers on the line want to say good morning? Happy Triumph and Tuesday, Serena and Rochelle. Hi, Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy. Good morning, Rochelle. Yes, it's Triumph and Tuesday. We declare victory. 
Anyone else want to say good morning? Thank you, Father God, for waking us up this morning, for breathing life in us. We thank you, Lord, for your brand new grace and mercy. Anyone else want to say good morning? On good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Pretty Patrice, good morning to you. <laughs> good to hear your sound as well. You have a great day. Thank you. I want, I'm asking for traveling grace. I'm going to Jamaica, leaving tonight. Ooh. <laughs> Jamaica. Love yeah. it, love it. I got it. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Mary. Mary, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. It's good Indeed. to hear your sound. Yes, ma'am, you as well. Anyone else want to say good morning? Yes, yes. Hey, good morning. So it's, it's uh, Moxie. Uh, good morning, everybody. Moxie, happy Triumph Tuesday. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Anyone else happy, good it's Krishonda. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. God bless you. Krishonda, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good morning. Love you. Love you too. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victor. This is Charming and the Finisher. I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Happy Triumph for Tuesday, everyone. Okay. I'm going ahead and get started this morning. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Terminal Definition, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Air Victory. Be sure to continue joining us during the month of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Sanctification Set Apart. All of our declaration will focus on the importance of sanctification and being set apart to do and hear the will of God so that we can execute His plan for you. There is one announcement today. There is no TNT Bible study tonight. We will keep you posted on when it will resume. There is one prayer request from the app, and that's from uh, Beloved Farb, asking for complete healing for testimony for Randy Elliott, hospitalized with pneumonia, Steve Louie, cancer, Marlon, COVID. If you can please lift those three up in prayer for complete healing. Also, we have a spoken prayer request from Pretty Patrice. She asked her for traveling grace. She's going to Jamaica. The order of the card is prayer and corporate praise, Barbara. 
Declaration, Kathy. Then we go right into closing comments. Hosted by Declare. I repeat. Prayer and corporate praise, Barbara. Declaration, Kathy. Then we go right into closing comments. Hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from John 17, 19. For them I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the scripture come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Barbara. Everyone, please have a blessed and safe day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Barbara, if you're praying, we cannot hear you. Barbara? I need a ambassador to um, step in for prayer. Hallelujah. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. We come to you this morning just with thanksgiving, attitude of gratitude, just because of you, God. You are Jehovah Jireh, always providing for us, God. Thank you for just being everything that we need you to be. You are a defender. You go before we know, God. You just go and you bring back the head of the enemy and you give us victory through everything we're going through. So I just thank you for today. Yesterday's over. Tomorrow's not promised. So we rejoice in the now. We rejoice in this Tuesday morning, giving you thanks and praise because you breathe life into us this morning, God. It's your grace and your mercy that's new every day. So I thank you. I, I heard that Pretty Patrice is traveling to Jamaica. Give her traveling grace. And for the other prayer requests, Father God, you know exactly what they are. Those that are in need of healing. Those that are dealing with grief. There are so many fighting different from lupus to dementia to, to cancer. God, but we know that you are Jehovah Rapha, the healer. So this morning, God, we just have a praise to offer up to you. You say, come and worship you in spirit and in truth. So that's what we're doing, positioning our hearts to just give you our praise that you deserve. Hallelujah is the highest praise. It's not long words that's needed, but just heartfelt words. So this morning, God, we thank you. We thank you. I lift Barbara up to you this morning. God, I thank you for Dion, a radical midwife, and for her just obedience. Continue to just cover and keep her. God, I thank you for Lady Kathy this morning. It's just going to come with a powerful word from you. Continue to bless and keep her and cover her and her family and her mind, God. God, I thank you for each and every victor that called in this morning. You know what we are in need of, but God, we just want to say thank you while we still can. God, I thank you that today my mother in love is 86 years old. That's amazing. I lift her up to you. I thank you for her life, God. Continue to just, just bless her. And the Montgomery family that's going to have a service today and tomorrow for their loved one, Gerald. And as we laid Stephanie to rest last night, I thank you for the Daly family that sent Stephanie to, to heaven in praise and just a life celebration. So, God, I thank you today. I don't have a sad story. I just have a worship on my heart. So I just thank you for this opportunity, God. And before you take your phones off mute this morning, check your heart posture. Let go of some things you may be holding on to. 
ask God to forgive you for things that you may have said, thought, or done that's not pleasing to him. Praying for these young people that's out here lost. God, with no hope, give them a hopeful cry when they feel hopeless this morning, God. I cover our sons. I cover our husbands. I cover our brothers. I cover every male father that's related to this, connected to this call, because only you know what they're facing. The mental anguish that some men are facing today is so much going on, but we know that you are still in control. You are Jehovah Jireh, always providing. No matter what we're facing, we have a praise. It's a blessing to be able to get up every morning and dial in to an awesome prayer line. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Say, Lord, thank you because he's providing. That's provision. So, Lord, I thank you this morning because no matter what we are facing, we know that with you we can do it. But without you we can do nothing. You are a God and you never break your promises. You never change your mind about us, God. So for that I thank you. I thank you just for saturating this line with peace. Those may not, those may who have called in this morning and not know which way to go, some decisions have to be made. Saturate their minds with peace because you are Jehovah Shalom. You will saturate their minds with peace this morning, God, because confusion is not of you. It comes from the enemy. So we know that we can thank you in advance for everything, God. For everything, there is a lesson. There is a blessing in it. So I just give you thanks and praise. Victor, before you take your phones off mute. Just position yourself with a heart of praise. Give it all to him. Thank him for just breath in your body. Thank him because he woke you up this morning and you can see, you can hear, you can talk, you can move your limbs. You should have a praise on your mouth to his ears. So take your phones off mute this morning and just begin to give God praise. Love him. Hallelujah. Give him Hallelujah. 
I am sitting outdoors this morning in this beautiful sunshine in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, But we are going to get right down to our lesson. I just bless God for this opportunity, of course, to be on here with you guys and to share what God is put on my heart about being set apart for sanctification. Um, And so we're just going to go right into the book of Revelations. We're going to go to Revelations chapter 1. We're going to go to Revelations chapter 1. I'm going to be reading it from the Amplified Version, which may read a little different from your translation, but nevertheless, it's one word, one God. And I'm going to start at verse number 4 in your hearing. Verse number four. And so it says, John to the seven churches. You know what? No, I'm not going down to verse four. I'm going further down. Hold on. I'm going down to verse number nine, starting at verse number nine. So it says, I, John, your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patient endurance, which are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos exiled there because of my preaching of the word of God regarding eternal salvation and the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit in a in special communication with the Holy Spirit and empowered to receive and record the revelation from Jesus Christ on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet saying, Write on a scroll what you see in this revelation and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me. And after turning, I saw seven golden lampstands. We're just going to go right into this. We're going to talk about revealed, recorded, and received. Just revealed, recorded, and received. And so John is on this island, and the island is called Patmos, and he's exiled, which means separated, during a time of persecution, um, under the Roman rule or the Roman Empire. And the emperor of the Roman uh, Empire had caused him to be put aside, set apart from everything and everyone else. In the text, it says that he set over on the island, and the reason why he separated from the island and separated from the people and put on the island is because he was preaching the word of God. It's because he was doing the work of the Lord. It says, because preaching of the word of God, hallelujah, preaching of the word of God and salvation and the testimony of Jesus Christ. But then he says something that was really amazing to me in this text. He says, I was in the spirit. Thank you, God. He says, I was in the spirit. And before I move further, let me just align myself real quick. God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, Lord God. Move me out of the way and speak to these, your people, in Jesus' name, amen. And so he says, I was in the spirit, in special communication with the Holy Spirit. I want you to understand that this lesson 
is really dear to me, and the topic um, kind of provoked something in me because of what I've been going through over the past couple of months. And and I haven't really spoke publicly about it officially. I may have made hints and little subliminal, subliminal posts about where I am in life, but I never just outright said it. But I'm going to say it on this line with the authority that God has given me because I understand because of this lesson where I am. Sometimes you don't really get what you're going through until you have to speak to people and then God begins to show you where you are. Ah, thank you, God. God begins to show you where you are when he gives you an assignment. And sometimes the assignment comes in life lessons. Sometimes the assignment comes in disappointments. Sometimes the assignment, it's not always a preaching engagement that becomes our assignment. Sometimes it's just life itself living itself out. And so the last couple of months, I've been separated from my husband. The last couple of months, I have been set apart from the person that I've known and have been with for the last nine years. But I thank God for the separation because I'm looking at John's story, and I can almost identify with what God is saying because he has to put you into a place where there's no one else around. He has to put you into a place where there's no distractions, there's no discouragement, there's no anything that will cause you not to be able to what? To see. This is where John is over on the island because John has seen a lot of things. If you know, John is the same John, the son of Zebedee. He's the brother of James. He's the one that is called. He's close to Jesus. He's close to the other disciples. He's done missions. He's done different opportunities for the for Christ himself. And so now John has been exiled because John kept preaching. John has been set apart because John kept preaching. John has been put over on an island by himself. Why? Because John kept preaching. And I can identify with John this morning because one thing about me, I'm going to keep preaching no matter what comes, no matter what hell or high water comes, Kathy is going to keep preaching. Kathy may not be liked by many, but Kathy will keep preaching. Kathy may be separated in her relationship, but Kathy's going to keep preaching. Kathy may have to deal with some pain and some agony and some disappointment, but Kathy is going to keep preaching. Just like John kept preaching the good news of Jesus Christ, and the, because of his preaching, because of his continuation, he was set apart. Ah, God, I thank you. And and the setting of the setting apart means, hallelujah, God, it means separated. He was separated from everything and everybody. You don't understand, declare victory on this morning, on this triumphant Tuesday. There are times when we can come in here and we feel like we want to triumph because it's Tuesday and because of the tagline or the label says to triumph. But there are some things that have been testing us and there are some things that have been trying us and there are some things that have been pushing us and poking us and provoking us not to even triumph in this race. But the victory doesn't come from what we do. The victory comes from what he's already done. The victory's on the other side of what we're looking at. The victory's on the other side of the island that we're set apart to. The victory is on the other side of what we have to deal with from day to day. So the separation is necessary. And that's what God was showing me on this lesson. The separation is necessary. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's embarrassing. Yes, some Sometimes you look at the thing and you say, okay, well, I have to be away from not only this person, but this person too, God. God, 
God has been really moving people out of my life. Not only am I separated from my husband, but I've been separated from my only sister. Recently, there's been some trouble rising in the family, but there had to be a separation. There had to be a tight severing. There had to be a cutting of a cord. There had to be, ah, thank you, God, a circumcision of the heart. There had to be something removed in order for something to be revealed. God is saying to us this morning, in order for me to get you to see me, I got to move everything and everybody else out of the way. In order for me to get you to see me, what, what what's to come ah, before you can see what is being revealed so that you can report, ah, thank you, God, because John's job was to reveal and to report. John's job was to see something he's never saw before. John's job was to hear something he's never heard before. He said, I heard the sound of a trumpet. He said, I heard the sound of a trumpet. Trumpet identifies warning. Trumpet gives us insight of what's about to happen. Trumpet sounds an alarm inside of a spiritual man that says, whoa, and watch out and hold up, y'all. Trumpet is important. So not only does John have to see, but John has to hear sounds. And he has to hear sounds from things that he's never heard sounds from. He has to hear it in the most authentic places. He has to see Jesus for himself. And he's seen a lot of things happening. But this is the opportunity where he can be set apart to see Jesus like never before. This is the opportunity where he's set apart, where he can see inside of seven churches without even visiting seven churches. He can see inside seven churches without needing a passport or traveling. He can see the inside of the church, which means the heart of the church. John's responsibility and his assignment is to write warnings to the churches, to tell them what he sees, but not by his sight, but by Jesus's insight. He's, he's to tell them and to warn them, yeah, you're doing good here, but check this, bro. This is what you're failing at. He's he fit to give warning to the seven churches. And sometimes we have to be set apart and, and, and separated and, and removed from people's lives in order for us to see our assignments clearer. Sometimes we have to go through some things in order to see some things for Jesus' sake. Amen. And so the thing that I love the most is that John is on the island, but he's on the island. He's by himself. He's on the island. He's by himself. He's separated. He's exiled. Look, it, it, it almost feels like rejection. It almost feels like abandonment. It almost feels like he's just left alone. But I thank God because even when he's alone, he's in the spirit. He said, I'm on the island, but I'm in the spirit. I, I may be by myself, but I'm in the spirit. He said, I may be all alone, but I'm in the spirit. I may be set apart. I may be exiled. I may be banished. I may be kicked out of, 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 of the, the, the neighborhood that I was in, but I'm in the spirit. See, it's about your posture while you're set apart. It's not just about your position, but your posture. How are you when you're set apart? How is it when you have to be separated from the very things that, 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 that cause you joy? How is it when you have to be removed from people's lives? When, when, when you feel like, I didn't do anything wrong to deserve this, but God says, I have to move you and I have to move them in order to get you to see some things for me. How does it feel when you have to be separated and segregated from people that you love? How is it when life begins to come up against you? The emperor ruled and said to exile him, to banish him, to kick him out. 
basically to evict him, to get rid of him. And that's a hurtful place to be. Let me tell you something. Separation is a hurtful place to be. Glory to your name, God. It's a hurtful place to be. But God says it's necessary for where you're going. Ah, thank you, God. It's not about where you are in the separation, but where you're headed for this separation. God said, I need you to be set apart, which simply means to set something means to stand it. Yeah, God, thank you. It, it just means to, to, to put it somewhere to position it. It means to place it in a specific area. Apart just means separated or put at a distance from a specific thing or a specific person. It's, it's at a specified distance. God, God said, I got to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get you this far away from them. Yeah, God, thank you. I got to get you this far away from her. I got to get you this far away from him. I got to get you at a specific space against, hey God, thank you, away from who they are in order for me and you to, to, to conversate, in order for you to really see what I am seeing, not what I look like, thank you, God, even though John begins to describe what he sees, but it's really not about that. It's about what he sees happening, what he sees coming, what he sees about to take place. I love it because Jesus gives him insight. Thank you, God. He gives them insight to ministry. He gives them insight to what, what church looks like to God. It doesn't matter what church feels like. Glory to your name. It doesn't matter what you describe the worship service to have been this past Sunday when your pastor ah, or the preacher preached the word. It doesn't matter what it looks like to you. What matters is what it looks like to God. And, and, and he tells God, I need you to write to the seven churches, and I need you to describe to them what they look like to me. I understand that, that on Facebook, it looks a certain way. I understand in person, it looks a certain way. I even understand that it feels a certain way but I need you to give to them a true description of what it really is. I, I need them to understand ah, that I see everything that's going on, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. I need them to understand the reward, ah, but I also need to understand the judgment that will come if things don't change. God is provoking John to provoke change in the churches. This is just about provoking change, and sometimes we're set apart so that we can provoke something in areas that people are too scary to deal with sometimes we're set apart so that we can provoke something in areas that needs change. There's a lot of things that are happening in the houses of God these days. And because John is done with the writing, it's now revealed to those of us that will read it and it's already recorded. Therefore, we can run with it and have God's way with it. And so this is why John is separated. This is why John is segregated. This is why John is exiled so that John can see. And, and, and it's because that John kept preaching that this happened to him. See, when you continue to do the will of God, when you continue to work in the areas that God has called you to be in, even though all hell has broken loose in your household, when you continue to move in the spirit, when you continue, no matter what is happening, to stay in the spirit of God, even though you may cry, even though you may complain a little bit, even though you may feel a little frustrated, but you remain in the spirit, you remain in the in the posture where God can use you, no matter what is and you, you just remain in that same heart 
of my heart valve that God needs you to be in in order to be used by God. God begins to get the glory out of our lives when we stay in the right posture, when we stay set apart, when we don't feel like we have to be a part of the in crowd, when, when we don't feel like we got to be a part of the, 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 the new thing that's happening, when we don't feel like we got to be a part of the it, when we don't feel like we got to be a part of the them and the they and the those, when we don't feel like we want to be clickish and, 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 and connecting with people just because of clout or status quo, when we understand that God has to set us apart, that God has to put us to a different level so that he can bring us up to see something that we have never seen before, the scripture says, eyes have not seen, neither ear have heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that he has in store for those that love him. And so John loved God. And so even though he's on an island all by himself, he still loved God enough to hear God. Listen, thank you, God. John is in a difficult situation personally. Thank you, God. Yeah, personally, he's in a difficult situation. Personally, he's been persecuted. Thank you, God. Personally, because of preaching. Thank you, God. But spiritually, John opens his eyes. Thank you, Lord. Spiritually, John opens his ears. Thank you, God. Spiritually, John opens his heart. Spiritually, John opens up everything in him so that he can receive from God the revelation, so that he can receive from Christ the revelation of what's to come. It's difficult when you have to do this by yourself. But there are some things to clear victory that I want to tell you that there is going to come a time where God is going to separate you from the things that made you most comfortable. I'm not talking about marriages. I'm not talking about that. When I'm talking about this, there are going to be a time where God has to get you by yourself so that you can see something you ain't never saw before. There's going to come a time where God has to put you by yourself, where you have to deal with things by yourself that you've never dealt with. There's going to come a time where God has to put you by yourself so that you can hear the sound of a trumpet. There are some people right now on this line that are prophets. There are some people right now on this line that are supposed to give a woe and a warning. And God is saying to you today, hallelujah, God is saying to you today that there's coming a time where I need you to turn so that when you hear the sound of a trumpet, you see exactly what's happening. I need you to turn and be willing to be set apart so that when you see what's happening, that you can sound the alarm. When you see what's happening, that you won't hold your tongue, that you won't hold your peace, that you won't hold back anything, that you won't fix it up so that people can be comfortable in sin, that you won't fix it up so that people can remain undelivered and the same and just keep churching and churching all Sunday long. God said, I need you to understand that there's a sound coming and the sound is a trumpet and you'll hear the sound. And when I sound the alarm, I need you to give the warning, John, for all the Johns that are on the line that have been separated from some situations, that have been exiled from some relationships, that have been put apart and banished, that have been judged, hallelujah, and that are by yourself in this ministry. And you're wondering why. You got to do it alone. God said it's necessary for where I'm taking you. It's necessary. You can't see what I'm trying to show you when you're looking at everything else. I'm trying to reveal myself to you. 
Thank you, God. I'm trying to reveal myself to you. I'm trying to reveal my plan to you. I'm trying to reveal the future to you. I'm trying to give you insight for what's about to take place. And so John is able to see behind the walls of a church without even visiting the city, but he has to write to each and every one. And his writing has to be accurate. His writing has to be God's words and not his own. See, and that's the problem sometimes. Sometimes we approach the situation with our own words and we don't allow God to speak through us. But John says, I'm in the spirit and I'm only not in the spirit, but I'm in special communication with the Holy Spirit. See, it's important that we see it in the Amplified Version because it points out which spirit John is in communication with. Some folks be in communication with some spirits, but is it the Holy Spirit that's moving you to speak? Is it the Holy Spirit that's moving you to do something? Is it the Holy Spirit that's moving you? John says, I'm in the spirit, but I'm in special communication with the Holy Spirit. John understands who he is, and he understands who he's talking to. You got to be careful who you allowing in your ear. You got to be careful who you are allowing to give you words or to plant seeds that are words in your ear so that you will begin to grow them in your vessel. God says, you got to be careful who you're listening to. John is listening to me. I don't know who else you've been listening to, but God said, I need my people to listen to me because there are some specific things that I have to say. And he says he's empowered to receive and to record and the revelation from Jesus Christ. So not only is John in the spirit and John speaking to the Holy Spirit, but he's empowered. Ah, thank you, God. He's empowered. He's open to receive the things that Jesus is trying to give to him. He can receive it. In order to receive something, you got to be have a hope, open heart for it. In order to receive, you got to have an open mind for it. You, you, you got to be able to be open even though you're separated. You got to still be open even though it's hurtful. You got to be open no matter what. And we can close ourselves out to God because of what we're going through. We got to stay open because God is going to get us through it. If he brought you to it, grandma used to say he'll get you through it. John, hallelujah, he's on the island of Patmos and he's receiving not, not just anything, he's receiving from Jesus. He's receiving from Jesus. So it's important who we receive from. Listen, we can't be so open that we just receive anything from anybody. We got to make sure that it's authentic. We got to make sure that it's transparent. We got to make sure that it's truth. We got to make sure that it's real. We got to make sure that it's God. We got to just make sure that it's God. So even though you're open and even though you're ready and even though you're willing, you got to make sure it's the right spirit that's talking to you because the wrong spirit will get you caught up. The wrong spirit is like the one that Eve met under the tree where he said, did God really say the wrong spirit will begin to have you question you. The wrong spirit will have you questioning what you know God already established. The wrong spirit will put a question in your spirit. That, that question be turns into doubt. Doubt turns into fear. Fear turns into sin. Oh, God, thank you. And so we have to be careful who we receive from. We got to be careful who we're hearing from. We got to make sure that we are in the spirit, even though, thank you, God, even though we may not be in the place we want to be, even though we may not be in a position where we want to be, I'm in the spirit, Lord. I see what you're doing now, God. I understand that separation, that being set apart is necessary for me to see you in a different way, God. I understand, Lord. We understand on this line today, God, that to be set apart, 
so that we are sanctified. We, there's a sanction on our life. Hallelujah. There's a sanction on our life to be different. Thank you, God. There's a sanction on our lives to be different than anybody else. I don't care if you dress like your best friend. I don't care if y'all wear your hair the same, if y'all got matching shoes. Oh, God, thank you. You're different than the one that you're even closest to. You're different than the one that you've connected with. God said there's something different about you, like there was something different about John, that I knew that I could put him by himself and then reveal myself to him. I knew John, and I could put John in a place where John will begin to see some things. There are some people on this line who are struggling because they see some things and they don't understand what they're seeing. Revelation begins to describe John turning and seeing seven lampstands. And so and before we're understanding the, 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 the symbol of what those lampstands represent, it's in Exodus 20. 25. It's in 1 Kings 7. It's in Zechariah 4. And before we understand that, we have to understand that in order to see, we got to turn. In order to see, see, sometimes we want to be able to see right where we are. But John says, when I turned, is when I saw. There has to be a turning. There has to be the isolation first. First, you got to go by yourself. I'm sorry. You got to go by yourself. There's some things that God is just assigning to you that ain't for everybody. There's some things that God says, I need you to do and not everybody else. Quit trying to drag people along. Quit trying to make people do it. Quit trying to make people see what you saw. Thank you, God. In order for them to buy into what God is showing you. God said, if I want to just get you by yourself, I can show you what's coming. I can show you how to describe it. I can show you exactly what... I see it to look like and not what it looks like to everybody else. And so he says he had to receive and to record the revelation from Jesus Christ. So this is not just any revelation. It's coming from Christ himself. God is saying the revelation that I'm trying to give you, the the, the reveal that I'm trying to give you. Ah, thank you, God. Y'all remember when 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 Let's Make a Deal used to be out and, and, and the most exciting part was when the curtains came back and you got to see what was behind the curtain. God said, I'm trying to get you. Ah, your heart posture to a place where you'll come to me. Come behind the veil. Come behind that curtain so I can show you some things that everybody else has and even had a, a look at John is the only one with these visions and it's with an S. So there are some people on the line that have been having visions, but you don't understand what those visions mean. God is saying to you, I need you to separate yourself. I need you to be set apart. I sanctioned you. I need to sanctify you for what's to come. I need to set you apart for what's to come. You gotta see something else, sis. You gotta see something else, bro. You gotta see something else, preacher. You gotta see something else, pastor. You gotta see it the way it really is, not the way that they're trying to present it to you, because perception is everything. But everything that looks good to you ain't always good for you. That's it. I gotta show you the inside of this thing. I gotta show you what it looks like from my view. I gotta show you what it looks like from my vision. So the visions that John is seeing is not his own vision. It's not coming from his eyesight. It's coming from the spiritual insight. God said, I need you to look through my eyes, through the lenses of my eyes, so that you can see what I see happening in the churches. Listen, there is coming a time where the trumpet is going to sound, and, and we have to sound the alarm. All hell is breaking loose in churches, ah, but we keep overlooking things. We, 
We keep overlooking so many things and we just keep on praising God and worshiping. We keep on praising God and lifting him up. We running around the altar, shouting, sweating and spitting. But God said, there's coming a time where I need you to give warning. I need you to give a woe. I need you to tell them, wait a minute, hold up, stop church, because this is a le- Send the letter to the churches and let them know what I see. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the pastor said. I'm going to put you on a special assignment. This is a heavy assignment. And so when God gives you a heavy assignment, you can't be around everybody. You know why? Because they'll influence you and they'll deter you and they'll tell you, well, are you sure God is telling you really to, to, to call out the church? Really? You think God would do that? That's not even godly. Is that, is that even Christ-like? Go to Revelations and let me show you what Christ-like looks like in seven churches. Go to Revelations and let me read to you these letters where God is talking about the lukewarm Christians. Go to Revelations and let me show you what God is dealing with when he's calling out these churches in these letters. It, it ain't got to feel good. It ain't got to look like you think it's supposed to look. And this is why we have to be set apart because too many people will get in our ear and make us doubt what we know that we heard. We got to be set apart. We got to be sanctified in, in Christ because too many people will influence us to go along with what they feel like feels good. Oh, God. Thank you, God. And so God says that John, he's on this island to receive visions found in the book of Revelation. He's been exiled. He's been banished. He's been put to the side. And God is saying, today, I need to put you to the side. I need to separate you. I need you to get away from some things and some 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 people and, 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 and some situations so that you can get to me and that you can see me and that you can hear me. He said it was happening on the Lord's day. And he said, and I heard behind me, I want you to understand the significance of this. I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet. Ah, thank you, God. No matter what John was doing and no matter where John was specifically on the island, ah, God stood behind him. God stood behind him. God stood behind him. So no matter where you are and no matter if you can't see God in your distance, if you try to look at God in front of you, maybe you should just lean back and fall and rest into his loving arms. God stands behind us. And, and if God be for us, who can be against us? And so he says, from behind, I heard a voice. From behind me, I heard a voice. From, from one place that I was even looking, the direction I wasn't even facing, I heard his voice come up from behind me. That means that God got your back. That means that God sees where you're going. That means that God is right there with you. He said he'll never leave nor forsake us. And sometimes because we can't see God in our view, we think God is not there. But God said, I don't need you to see me in your view. I need you to hear me behind you. I don't need you to see me in front of you. I need you to hear that I'm there. I don't need you to worry about where I'm at. I'm with you no matter if you lay your bed in hell. I'll be with you wherever you go. God said, I don't need you to worry about not being able to see what I'm doing. I need you to see it from my eyesight. I need you to see it from my insight. I need you to see it from my vision. God said, I'm standing behind you, and I'm going to come with a sound so that you'll know it's me. I'm going to come with something that's not even familiar to you. He said, it was like a trumpet. That means it wasn't a trumpet, but it sounds like a trumpet. And coming from a trumpet player, because I used to play in the school band, I used to play trumpet. Coming from the trumpet, there's so many notes on the trumpet that you're able to hit. But God said, this is a sound that sounded like what you thought 
you heard. You've heard a trumpet, but you ain't never heard the sound of God come. Uh, the sound of God is going to come up from behind. The sound of God is going to sound off an alarm to where you're going to try to describe to your friends, uh, to mama, daddy, grandma, hallelujah, what it sounds like. You're going to say it sounded like thunder. Eh? It sounded like lightning. I, I'm trying to get the description of what it sounds like, but I just know that there was a heavy sound coming from behind me. And because of that sound, I turned. Eh? Because of the sound, we're supposed to turn and see what that sound is. And he said, when he turned, that's when I saw the lampstands, the seven lampstands. That's when I saw the churches. That's when I saw the vision. That's when I saw the insight. When I turned is when I saw what God needed me to see. And I got to watch something else. So when I turned is when I got to look into places that I've never visited. When I turned, I got to see what the preacher was doing. When I turned, I got to see who I wrote the letter to. When I turned, I got to see the action, the conduct. Hallelujah. I got to see everything that was happening in the houses of God. When I turned, God said it's time to turn, not only to be set apart, because you sanctioned for this, but then to be, to know that God is behind you while you're doing this. See, sometimes fear will get us not to do the things that we want to do or that we know God is calling us to. Fear will have us because we're trying to see God lead in front. God said, I, I'm leading in front, but I'm behind you. And this is where I'm going to make the most noise, right behind you. This is where I'm going to do my cheering, right behind you. This is where I'm going to do my accolades, right behind you. This is where I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand right behind you. I'm going to be with you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be right there with you. You ain't got to worry about who ain't there, who left, and who, who keeps abandoning you. You ain't got to worry about the struggle or the heartache or the heartbreak. Just know that I'm standing behind you, and it's time for you to turn so you can hear. It's time for you to turn so you can see. It's time for you to turn so you can understand what I'm trying to reveal to you to reveal to them. So John is just a conduit. He's a conduit from, from the portal called heaven and earth. He's a conduit that's able to go up and see and come down and report. He's a conduit. Oh, thank you, God. He's a conduit who's able to go into a place and not die. He's able to go into a place and not die to be separated and not die to be ostracized and not die to be, to be exiled and not die. And then come back and say, check this out. This is what God said. This is John's position and this is his assignment. And this is his this is his call to be separated, set apart in the end days. In the end days, he had to go here. Ah, thank you, God. And even though there was destruction that came to John, even though they tried to harm him and kill him, ah, God, John still was able to write the book of Revelation. What will you write? What assignment will you complete? Thank you, God. We are not missing a chapter. Ah, God, thank you. We're not missing a verse. Thank you, Jesus. We're not missing anything from what John was assigned to do. And John gives us his location of his writing. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes God will get you away. I don't know who said that they were traveling today. Somebody's traveling, but I want you to make sure you, I don't care if you pack all your sundresses and your cute little sandals, baby, pack you a journal and a pen and make sure that when you're sitting all by yourself near the water, that you begin to listen and see. Just begin to look and listen because God will reveal something to you while you are all by yourself in the Bahamas. Ah, God, thank you. God will begin to reveal something to you when there's nobody else around. God said, just take your pen and your paper and get ready to write. Listen, sometimes we have to be isolated. We have to be segregated. We have to be separated and set apart in order for us to see something that we ain't never seen before. In order for us to be revealed some things that God is trying to reveal to us. Uh, in spite of us, John wasn't perfect, uh, but John was chosen for this. 
And God is saying this morning on this triumphant Tuesday that you was chosen for something greater, that you was chosen to see something more, that you was chosen to look into places. Uh, and God said, you don't even have to be the doctor to have the x-ray. I'm going to show you it in a vision. I'm going to show you what I'm looking at. So I need your eyes. I need to borrow your eyes. I need to borrow your hands. I need to borrow your your your, your body. And, and when I looked up the word, hallelujah, when I looked up the word, and I'm going to share this and be done, when I looked up the word apart, because we're dealing with being set apart, apart says two or more people separated by a distance at a specific uh, distance from each other in the in time or space. But when I also look up a part, it says a distance from the main body. Thank you, God. There are some times where God has to separate us from the body of Christ. Oh, God, thank you. So that we can see Christ of the body. Uh, we got to be separated from the body of Christ, from our normal, regular, scheduled, administrative, ministerial, pastoral program, so that we can see Christ of the body. Thank you, God. We got to be able to see the way he saw and what he sees even in the now, because there are some things that still haven't taken place that are yet to come, according to the prophet's uh, the spiritual prophecies in the Bible, there's still some things that have not been revealed and, and they're written symbolically, but there's no understanding and there's no interpretation for what God is really saying. That's why we missed the pandemic, uh, because there were too many people prophesying about what's coming in, 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 in that year for, for blessings that we didn't see the curse that was on the way. Uh, but I thank God because now is the time to be set apart because we've been sanctioned and sanctified for such a time as this declare victory. This is where we get our de declaration of victory on this triumphant Tuesday. This is where we begin to say, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you that you removed the people. Thank you that you separated me. Thank you that I've lost some friends along the way. Thank you that I've lost some family members. Thank you, God. I, I'm not even going to try to put things back together, God. I'm trying to see things the way you see them. I'm trying to see and look at the lenses and through the lenses that your eyes work in. God, I'm trying to see what you see because the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. And so I need to see every Everywhere at the same time. Yes, don't look a little crazy. Yes, don't feel a little crazy. For you to say, I saw something happening over in Asia. Ah, people will begin to look at you strange because you way over in, in, in Oakland. How you see in Asia and you living in Oakland? Because I look through the lenses of God's eyes and not mine. Because I allowed God to separate me and I didn't fucking fight. Because I was segregated and exiled and banished from this church stuff. I was exiled away from this stuff so I can see kingdom. I was exiled away from this stuff so I can see Jesus for myself. I know what he looked like to mama's lens. I know what grandma said, but I needed to see the Lord all by myself. And so I had to be segregated so that I could be, uh, understand what I was seeing in the spirit and remain. Thank you, God. Remain in the spirit through the trials. Remain in the spirit through the tribulation. That doesn't mean that you won't cry. That don't mean that you won't that you won't feel some type of way. But stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Y'all said, I got here because I kept preaching. Y'all keep doing what God gave y'all to do. It, it may get you to a place that it may not feel comfortable. Oh, but it is for the glory of God in the end. Hallelujah. It may get you a place where you're not around nobody. God will remove your whole comfort zone from your whole entire life. Everything that you was used to leaning on, God said, now just lean back because I'm standing behind you. You ain't got to lean on nobody. Lean back and fall into my loving arms so I can show you some things, so that I can reveal some things that you need to that that's already been recorded and, and now it's time to report. God said it's time to give the report. Hallelujah. It's time. 
to give the report. John received the revelation. So he's writing down what was to be seen and what is to come. Y'all quit being scared of the book of Revelations and go in it and read it and begin to allow God to unlock mysteries. Begin to um, God to unlock interpretation of what these symbols mean, the horses, the lampstands, the seven stars. Begin to open up your heart to receive. We used to be scared of revelations. Why? Because grandma was scared of revelations and, and, and great grandma was scared. Everybody's scared of revelations. Why are we afraid for God to reveal something? Revelations just means to reveal it. Just show me, God. We, 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 we got to be from the show me state. Like they say, I'm from the show me state. Just show me, God. Just show me, God, so that I can see what it looks like to you. I don't care what it looks like to everybody else. God, what does it look like to you? And where do I need to report? What report do I need to give? What letter do I need to write? Thank you, God. Will you separate me from all this stuff? And I got to be all by myself. Keep my posture, God. Keep my heart, God. Keep my, keep my, keep my hands in your hand, God. Keep my mind, God. Because one thing about separation and, and, and coming from a background of, of being suicidal at one point and dealing with mental illness, and, and one of the things that we did purposely was that we would self-isolate so that people wouldn't see that we were really hurting. Well, this is different when God sets you apart. You're still in an isolated state. You're still in an isolated place, but it's difficult because now you're not around those things that made you happy and those things that made you comfortable and those things, hallelujah, that we're so used to. God has me in a place right now that I'm not used to. That's all separation is, being in a place that you ain't used to, being with yourself, being by yourself for a minute. Be by yourself. Listen, I, the reason why I can't be mad at my separation with my husband, and let me just go, I'm just going off topic now because I'm done with the lesson, but the reason why I'm not mad because I ain't never been by myself before. I've always clung to a relationship. I've always clung to something. And God said, maybe right now you just need to cling to me. Maybe right now you need to see what I look like. Maybe right now, don't even worry about what's happening around you. Maybe you just need to be closer to me. Marry me. Thank you, God. Commit to me. Give your vow to me. And so the reason why I had to just get out of my state of, of, of turmoil and crying and sadness and all this stuff, because I, I just woke up and I said, you know what, God? I'm good. God, I'm good because you're with me still. God, I'm good because I'm going to keep preaching no matter what I have to go through. God, I'm good because I got people praying for me. Oh, God, thank you. I'm good, Lord, because I know that this is not in vain. God, I'm good. Whatever the outcome is, I'm good because you're so great. I'm good because you're, I get the victory on this declared victory on this triumphant Tuesday, not because of me, but because of God. And I give God all the glory and all the honor and all the praise for keeping my mind in. Thank you. When I had to be separated, God will keep your mind when he has to get you by yourself. When he takes everything and everybody away from you, he'll still keep your mind for ministry. Hallelujah. He'll keep your mind for ministry. Remember that always. He'll keep your mind. You ain't going crazy. It just feels like you're going crazy. But God is a keeper. If you want to be kept, he kept my mind for ministry. Hallelujah for his mantle, for his mandate, for his mission, for his for everything that he needed me to be and to do. He kept my mind in the right place. And I thank God for it. Amen. Thank you, declare victory. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. If you didn't get an opportunity to say good morning this morning, now would be the perfect time, hallelujah, to come off of mute. But before you come off of mute, before you come off of mute and say hello, 
Thank you, God. Let's just invoke a praise on this on this line. Let's just and I, I I love to end it with a worship to God because it's His glory. Hallelujah! It's His glory. It's His glory. It was His story and it's His glory. So just come off a of mute just for a couple of moments, and I know we may have to mute you again. Uh, but just come off a of mute and begin to thank God for the separation. Begin to thank God for the separation. Begin to thank God Hallelujah. for the Hallelujah.
yield the platform to those who did not get a chance to say good morning. And please save your comments for after. Just let people speak hallelujah this morning. And then we'll go into the next the next segment of Declare Victory. Amen. Good morning to you. If you joined late or didn't get the opportunity to say good morning before that powerful prayer this morning, good morning to you. Good morning. It's Monica. Good morning, Monica. God bless you. Good morning, Mr. Denise. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. We're not going to prolong it. Praise God. If there's any questions or comments, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Any questions, any comments, anything that you want to share in this hour, in this moment, we just open it up right now. Glory to God. God bless you. Good morning. Go ahead, Shell. You, you you go this time, D. Go ahead. Oh wow, sis! Thank you so much just for your heart and your transparency and for really breaking it down. You said so much to set apart and the isolation, and I can resonate so much with that because um, in this season I feel like that. I feel like He is setting me apart so that I can just see Him. Some relationships have fallen off, and some people who I knew were my life people, I no longer, it's just, it's a shift. So when you were speaking, it just made more sense to me. But the part that you really, so much, but when you were talking about the church and church and Sunday after Sunday and all of that, that really, that that hit me because that's what's been happening. And you're right, Grandmama and them, Big Daddy and them, they wouldn't even go to the back of the book. They didn't even, Revelation was fearful, so I think, that we learn that. So when you when you are fear, afraid of His word, how can you really know what you're doing and know that you're set apart and know what He has for you and really know what your assignment is? And thank you for saying every time you think it's God, you better know it's God because you all off. You could be really off and heading for self destruction or leading others with you because you're not yes. you're not sounding the alarm because you're off you're not you're not really in tune of what really God has for you. So I thank right. you this morning and you know I got you lifting you up, praying with you, for you and I got you, sis. We're we're sisters. And I just Amen. I just thank God for your word this morning. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy, thank you for your word this morning. It was it was good. And um, as you begin to speak, that wilderness experience, baby, and it's yeah. But it's for the greater good. I know, I know it is. And I, as you were declaring, all I can see is um, Daniel and how um, the king uh, would would you know there was a certain sound at a certain time in the land, and he uh, everyone was supposed to stop what they were doing and pray, but yes. he knew how important it was to separate himself and pray to mm-hmm. the true and living God. Um, so yes. just seeing that and seeing how important, um, no, nah, I don't feel good. No, nah, no, nah, I don't feel good, but I, we know it's for 
um, the good, the God that's working in us. So grace share, grace share, grace share. Um, wish I could just hug your neck so tight. Um, but grace share, yes, love you. Glory to God. Love you too. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Good morning. This is Kathy. This is Diane. Good morning. I just, I just want to say great message. And, you know, sometimes when you're going through, God sets you apart because you, some people can't go where you're going. Yeah. And, and I just thought about, you know, since we're doing the sanctification for this month, there's some things that God wants to deal with you, just with you, where yes. nobody can go but you. So I just want yes. to to give you that. And because the declaration that you did this morning hit on a whole lot of points for each of us. And and we are doing sanctification this month. God has something for all of us to be set apart just for him. Yes. That's it. Thank you, God. I love yes. you. Bless you. I love you too. God bless you. God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good morning, Krishana. Uh-uh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Krishana. I'll go after you. Um, good morning, um, Lady Kathy. Just wanted just to say God bless you. I love you. Great declaration this morning. Um and I'm I'm praying for you. God bless you. God bless you. Love you. Love too. you, love you, love you, love you. Sending you, you my love. Make correct. Yes. God, thank you, thank you, love you too. Good morning. This is Tanya. Um, just your your uh, your word this morning brought up so many memories. Um, uh, very sound word, but um, the memories that I have is my own personal separation at the beginning of Declare Victory. So this is 2014. It's been eight years, eight and a half years for me. Um, the separation was from my church, from my father, who was also my pastor, and from my sister. And mm. I felt embarrassed and humiliated, and it allowed pride to be um, uh, 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 on this, so I could see that I had pride. Because I felt like, how, why, would, how, why would this happen to me? How, why? But there was a separation that was necessary in order for me to get to another place. And while I uh, would n- not like to endure that again, <laughs> thank right. you, Kathy. Kathy, I'm so thankful. I grew up in ways that I didn't realize I needed growth. And I'm st- I continue to grow, but it's like I grew in leaps and bounds. Um, and whenever God allows us to go through things, there's always, and we do it the way that we're supposed to, there's always a reward attached to it. Um, yes. When we think about Jesus and how he was separated from all those he loved, our separation doesn't even compare to it at all, what he went through. And so um, not to feel sorry for you or to have pity, you are right where God wants you, even though it is absolutely uncomfortable. I remember I remember shedding many, 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 soaking my pillow at night. Um, I remember getting up the next day and going to work, and I had a couple of favorite songs that it was Change Me by, oh, uh, Change by Tamala Mann, and then Crystal Rucker. 
Yes, Crystal Walker had one. Oh my God, though I wore those songs out because I took the focus off of my situation and I put mm-hmm. it on me. Um, and because the people that I would normally go to about um, heavy things like that, I couldn't go to them. You know, I had my husband at the time, you know, we were going through the situation together. And I tell you, God comforted me. I learned things that I was not aware of. And I was able to strip off. I was able to unlearn some things with regards to religion and regards to feeling like, because, you know, y'all think y'all on lockdown. We was on lockdown eight years ago when churches were flourishing and then people were looking funny at us because we didn't have no church to go to. But I tell you, God ministered to us in that time, in that season. We also had a, because it was a season. It doesn't last forever. Um, um, uh, At any rate, I, I could go on and on about how God, the precious encounters that I had with God. So my husband had his encounters. Um, I had mine, but then we had some together. Um, but I'm just saying those precious, precious moments when you're not focused on the program, what you got to wear, what, yes. <laughs> all of those things. The focus right. was just on God and God alone. And if you are on this call and you've never had a separation like that, you just keep on living. I'm telling you, uh, and we yeah. don't, and you know, what's funny is that sometimes we, we want to give the devil credit thing for what God is doing. It's not mm-hmm. always the devil. It's not always evil. It's not always, um, has something to do with sin. Sometimes we are cleaned up and set apart so that we can be used for uh, other areas in our life that had we been in another place in that, that place of comfort. Um, that place of, um, you, you know, you know, you've outgrown it, but it just is comfortable and you scared to move outside of that. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm glad that you heard his voice and you're doing what you know you're supposed to do. Everybody else doesn't need to understand it because many people right. didn't understand. So anyway, be encouraged. Amen. Keep doing what you're doing. Yes. Amen. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, Lady Kathy. This is Pretty Patrice, and Good morning. I just want to say thank you for your transparency this morning. I heard you loud and clear, um, and, you know, not to repeat what everybody else said, but it was just so much and so full and so rich, and we could hear your heart and your soul you. through this um, declaration this morning, so um, be encouraged, and we're praying for you and with you. And I'm taking my journal and my pen on my vacation yes. to Jamaica, and I'm oh, gonna get that by that water, and I'm gonna wait yes. to hear from God. Amen. Thank you Amen. so much. God bless you. God bless you. Enjoy, enjoy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Good morning, um, Ms. Kathy. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Um, I just wanted Good to share morning. with you that what I heard in your declaration was um, so so many things. It was a word from the Lord for me. Um, you said so many things that are co- confirming. Um, I'm so sensitive about, um, and I was talking about this on the women's call last week, but very sensitive about who, you know, and you had talked about it yourself about, you know, just being aware of, I'm, paraphrasing what someone speaks over your life or what spirit that is and um 
very, very sensitive to that. And so you just said so many things that were not only confirming words, but um, I heard, I kept saying obedience in your, in your, when you were speaking, you were being obedient. So I didn't know why in the beginning you were saying, I was, I heard you say, I'm going to, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep on preaching. I'm going to keep on preaching. And at first when I heard it, I didn't really, didn't make much sense. But as you kept speaking, I mean, you just confirmed so many things. And I love how you talked about revelation, um, the revealing of things like, there's something going on and um like you said something too you said someone on the line is um seeing visions but they don't know what that is i'm seeing i'm getting a lot of we could take it offline but i'm having a lot of like weird dreams they're not like they're just dreams and it's made me i i got i paused for a moment when you said it because i was thinking because i remember i went through this thing of trying to understand what the Lord's trying to say, then I said, okay, well, God wants me to know, he'll let me know. But then when you said it again, it just opened my heart up to see and pray more to the Lord Mm -hmm. for that. So I I don't want to just go on and on, but you just said so many things that your obedience has has like touched, is continuing to touch the body of Christ. It's touched me this morning to continue to grow. And I will, and I'm going to, you got this in, in Jesus name regarding your marriage and everything else that he has for you. I'm just going to agree with you in the name of Jesus that you're, you're all, you're going to be beyond well. Okay, I'm going to love you. Amen. Love you too. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, Miss Tony. Good, good morning. Good morning. Oh, I miss you, Pastor Kathy. You know how it's this <laughs> certain one that brings the life to the party. I inquired about you about a week ago, and I asked Evangelist um, Jerry, have you heard from Kathy? She said, no. But uh, I said, but I've been praying for her. Is she okay? But the Lord, I got on the phone this morning, and you was all up in my house. I was in here screaming about this separation. God is doing thank a new you. thing, and will yeah. I not know it? But I thank God for the word of God, for the people of God. You are awesome. I just love you, and I don't even know you. But my God, God he has a lot in store for you to do. As you begin to say, I think you said fear separates you, and then doubt then becomes yeah. sin. And I'm like, whew, she's on it. I, can, I understand about the separation. It's like you're talking, but they're not listening. And so God begins to separate me from a lot of people. And he's dealing with me with visions and dreams. And he's helping me to understand them. And I know what they mean, but I understand I need to be by myself. I can't have everybody around me. Because like the ladies say, where he's taking you, everybody cannot go. Everybody can't go. you're speaking, but they're not listening. God is speaking every day, but they're not listening. But I thank God God for you on this morning for the word. Oh, that word is is powerful. I just love you and just continue what you're doing. Amen. Amen. God be the glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, you know I couldn't let this pass by, honey. (laughs) Knowing the assignment and the process. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, because many of us did miss the shift when it took place. 
Yeah, mm. they missed it. They would have, you know, so many were calling out different things and the problems yes. were speaking and they were so off. And this is the season that when you planting and sowing and reaping and all of this, I thank you so much for allowing God to do what he's doing in your life because you understand the process. It's a process. And just as you were speaking about the trumpet, how many, uh, how it, it actually takes a lot of breath in your lungs Ooh, to even blow on. the trumpet. My God. Yes. So Thank can you, God. you imagine anyone that has to blow a chauffeur? Those that mm. are the people on this Thank line that God. have blown it. I've heard it uh, before. And I just hear the, the, the sofa, the chauffeur on this morning. If you are on the line and you have your chauffeur, before we leave, please blow that, that sound. Yes. So that way Lord that people God. can hear. He says, sound the alarm on thy holy mountain, no matter what we're going through, Kathy. I love you so much. Thank you so much Thank for you, showing Thank you. you. You've been so real. I may not say much. But I'm still there. Don't you even think. <laughs> yes. Because I Lord know the assignment. I know what he's called me to. And I am doing what I need to do in order to get there. So if all of us on this morning just keep listening because the, the trumpets are sounding. They're there. Yes. He's sounding yes. it yes. loud too. He is calling us to show up. When you know mm. the assignment, you will show up. No matter right. what our old traditional thinking is, it has to go out the window. It's yep. time for us to That's get right. on board and follow him. God bless you, woman of God. You know I am you. over here face down, face down, not on my mm. knees, face down in your you, uh, position. We don't have to call you. Just know that we're back there. And when you yeah. need, you have the numbers. Just call. That's right. Anytime. You, I know the assignment. Thank you so much. And it's so wonderful to be a part of a team of experts on this morning. God bless you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. God bless you. Love you so much. Thank you for that. Yes, that shofar horn, we need that sound today. I am in agreement with that. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else, anyone else have anything they want to share? Any questions, any comments whatsoever? Amen. If not, who has that? I, I want to ask you, well, you, you were talking, and I remember how you've been so transparent with everything, and you touched on the mental part, and then, you know, when you can get so the the part when it's heavy, even though through the isolation, the pain um, can be so overbearing. You have to be mindful to what you're hearing and what yes. you're listening to and what you're agreeing to and what you're affirming. And yes. you can't yes. be so quick to just, this is just for me. Everybody got to understand. That's why I'm very, very, very careful. I don't attend everything. You know how some people mm-hmm. will be at every you got to go, and if it's a life coach around the corner, you're going to everything. That's not me. I'm mm-hmm. not going to, because I have to, I know how sensitive I am. So I have to be careful of what, what's being poured into me and what I'm, uh, what I'm taking in. I hope that makes sense. That's so right. in this time, the yep. isolation and separation, even just journaling is the best tool just to write down your thoughts, get it out, and then go yeah. back to the word. 
go back, and it may be up in Revelations where you got to go and get what God's <laughs> Word says about that situation yeah. instead of it being a you thing. It's a God thing because yeah. a lot of times if you're if you if you have an ear to hear when people are talking they may think it's a it's a god thing but it's really a them thing cuz one thing i heard a pastor say De- only the devil need details be careful with details because mm. if you paying attention you may think i'm going to give her a word but that's because you know her business if that makes sense that ain't Come god but so you got to be real careful when you're in that that season of isolation who you talk to who you pray with and again yes. i'm so glad you talked about that click the only kind of mm. click i want now i'll click that tv off I'll put the light off, but I'm too. I'm about to be 55, and it used to like hurt my feelings. You know, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm not a part of that. I'm not a part of this. I don't care. I'm a part right. of the kingdom of God. And right now, That's guess it. what? The best, the best. Who my posse is right now are my grandbabies. That's who I roll with mm-hmm. hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just want you to be encouraged. And I'm with Sister Jerry. We got you. Um, yes. Day or night, mm-hmm. whatever time, I, it, it doesn't matter. Two, three o'clock in the morning, laugh, cry, we'll pray. I'm here just so, so that you know. I love you. Amen. I love you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Pastor Kathy, one yes, more ma'am. Thing. I just want to let you know we have a ride up crew. You know, we don't we yeah. ride up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't you are okay? Sounds a lot. That's right. I used to call back in the day when I was in the world, we were called the renegades. But Mm. today I'm telling you, I'm now in the God squad. And I will tell you, we got a ride up crew. They are come through for you. Hello. Just just saying, all the way from California. Okay. That's right. We will ride up. That's right. Amen. Let us know. We got your back. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. I love you. Yeah. Okay, they better watch out. I'm going to let them know it's a right of proof. Just on standby now. <laughs> Bless God. Bless God. Bless God. Who has the shofar horn? Anyone on the line has the shofar horn this morning? Glory yes. to God. Amen. Amen. Jonathan does, but I think he had to leave. No, he's Amen. not. He's on. Oh, he's on. Okay. Be ready. Yes. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 